Hey guys, and welcome back to the Why Are We Watching This Podcast. This week, Zach's stealing local hot rods, and I'm a ghostly Dodge Interceptor out for revenge because we're watching The Wraith. Call a meat wagon. What's up, guys? This is the Why Are We Watching This podcast. I'm Sean. I'm Zach. Spoilers. I'm getting it out of the way. Uh, I was about to do that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm glad we're on the same page Fuck at least. yeah. Okay. We're um, on it. Spoilers, so, bitches. It's because it felt... I kind of... I'm just going to say right away. I kind of felt like this was like a new movie because I'd never fucking heard of this movie before. Until like maybe like a, like six months ago or so. Sure. Um, I think I saw it on like Shudder or something. And I was like, oh, or probably Hulu, I don't know. But I was just like, oh, that seems kind of interesting. But then I was like, oh, it's probably going to suck. So the movie you're referring to is 1986's The Wraith. I have seen the cover of this movie, uh, like, a lot, but always thought it was something very different than what it was. Oh, really? Yeah, I did not get well, from see, the I, cover what I we I didn't get uh, interpret that from the cover. I read the description of it. Sure, and I once think you do that, the description kind of like, was oh, okay. kind of weird. But, um, yeah, um, before we jump I can in, understand that. Um, this movie's rated PG-13, so bring the kids. Yeah. Uh, which, that's a questionable PG-13. I'm going to yeah. say that because there's a lot of kind of nudity and a lot of implications Hella that are titties. pretty negative. Yeah. Um... This movie's one hour, 33 minutes, a cool 93 minutes. Yeah. Kind of breezed by. Yeah. It has a 3.5 star rating on IMDb, and we'll get into whether or not we agree with that. Is that out of five? That's out of five. Okay. Um, this movie was directed by Mike Marvin, who also directed Hamburger the Movie. Yes. Hot Dog the Movie. Yes. And Six Pack. Fuck Yes. Fuck you, Mike Marvin. Dude, that, no, that's like the most American thing you can do. I... Honestly, I, I take it back. I'm going to watch these movies, and then I'll Fuck tell you yeah. if I believe... Uh, Maybe I that's what we'll statement. do. Maybe, hey, well, you know, <sighs> as the season wraps up, <laughs> we have one more episode this season. This is kind of exciting. Um, after this one, not this one. Hey, guys. Uh, Sean again. Sorry about these uh, little mistakes I'm making, but we actually have two episodes after this one. Sorry about that. Season two, we gotta make movie lists for season two. Yeah, that's right. And so you know, who knows? Um, yeah, maybe we'll do a triple feature. Oh, f- <laughs> um, this movie was budgeted at two point seven million dollars, and it made three point five million. Here's the sad part about that: is it only made one point four million U.S. Damn. Something I kind of recently learned is that the budget doesn't include like advertising. Yeah. So this movie probably didn't make any money. Mm. And that's kind of sad. I mean, without giving away my score or anything, like, this movie's not bad. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I didn't know what to expect, but I, like, wasn't bored. Yeah. You know, I don't, I mean, obviously I'm not trying to give away how I felt about this movie, but I definitely wasn't bored. Yeah. This movie is about a small town gang that are stealing local hot rods from the drivers by forcing them to race. Um, yeah, it's like pink slips. To like vicious extents, though, because the... Yeah, they end up knocking them off the road, cheating. Right. Um, of course, to and then cars. they start being like haunted by a ghostly supercar that's like 
you got a mysterious driver. Um, while this is happening, a drifter with a dirt bike kind of like runs into or comes into town and starts to mingle with the the kind of well, I I see I'm hesitant to call her the girlfriend, but she's the girlfriend of the gang leader who is uh Vince er, not Vince, I'm sorry, Nick Cassavetes. Which Nick Cassavetes looks like a discount Kyle McLaughlin in this movie. Uh, I definitely feel like he looks like a, a rip-off version of somebody, but I'm not quite sure who I think it is. I think it's kind of like, he kind of looks like a mix of, like, Bill Pullman and, like, uh, I don't know, somebody a little bit bigger. But he's, like, he's a tall dude, so, and, like, he's kind of big, so he's kind of intimidating. Although, I will say, in Face Off, he's, like, much more intimidating. He's a fucking brick house in that movie. Like, oh, really? He's terrifying. He's huge. Damn. Um, and then, uh, The Drifter is played by Charlie Sheen. Fuck yeah. Young Charlie Sheen. I, like, really dig Charlie Sheen in the 80s in movies. I do, too. But I will say this wasn't his best. I agree with that. But it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. He although it just wasn't like he was given a role where they were kind of like don't really do a lot. Yeah, because that's a whole like point. Right, because he's trying to be this like a mysterious character. You know, he kind of has to be until the end. Yeah. Although I say that, although halfway through the movie, they literally tell you what it is. At least I think so. But I mean, we'll get into that. Um, I disagree because I actually got really confused and was like, oh, maybe it's this, maybe it's this. I was like, no, it's that. And then I was like, no. Interesting. Well, so, I yeah, I got actually kind of confused by it. I was like, I feel like they've told me already, and I know the answer, but I'm not sure. Well, we can get into this. Well, I hope we do. <laughs> I mean, like I said, spoilers, we're going to probably end up telling you at the end, the, the, the ending at some point, kind of early. Dude, if you can't listen when we fucking say spoiler alert, then fucking tell us about it. Um, in the comments or whatever. Yeah, in this in after the, the podcast in the Twitter comments. Tell us. Yeah. This is comment section on Twitter. If you can yeah. find a comment section on Twitter. Stop being a smartass. The drifter turns out to be this apparition. Here I go again on my own. And uh, this apparition is Going down okay, the only road the part, I've ever known. Here's the part. Okay. I I get what they're doing. Uh huh. Because obviously they have to make this character mysterious without it being obvious as to who it is. Yeah, but it's kind of like... But they do not fucking explain it at all, and the yeah, line that he gives like, makes it more like, what? Yeah, it's what? Like, okay, <laughs> what are we doing here? Well, and that's why I got so, confused. So, a little backstory on this, because the weirdest shit that doesn't make any fucking sense to me happened. Um, basically, the, the leader of this gang, like, murders this guy, and somehow gets his girlfriend to date him. <laughs> yeah. Which, I'm like, What? And, like, she straight up even says to him, like, I don't love you. I will never love you. I've never made love to you. Well, I, she doesn't say that to like, the I end. I hate you. But, but still, like, uh, I don't know. It, like, it's so obvious that she w doesn't want anything to do with this dude. Well, yeah, he's a creep. And he sucks. And, and he's a dick. He's terrible. And he cheats on her, like, halfway through the movie. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Um, but he, so, Charlie Sheen is, like, the the reincarnation of this guy. Yeah. But His name was Jamie. Jamie, exactly. Although he came back as... Billy? No, nope. Billy was Billy's the... Billy's a brother. Billy's Billy Jamie's, Jamie's brother. brother. Um, 
I'm so dumb. I, I, I just wrote down Carlos Estevez. I didn't write down the fucking name. Why the fuck did you write? I don't know. Dude. What is that even supposed to be, though? It's Charlie Sheen. <laughs> so he's Carlos Estevez? Well, he's related... To he's Emilio? Famously brothers with Emilio Estevez. Emilio! Um, who has their mother's last name. Emilio! Now... My assumption here is that since Charlie's mother has the last name Estevez because she's a Latina, he would okay. be uh, he would be Carlos Estevez. Is that's the Spanish <laughs> equivalent to what his name would be? Carlos is like the. It's it is. Yeah. All right. You know what? Hey, you know what? Not. You know what Christopher is. You'll, you'll, this is a fun one. Christabel. Yeah, Crystal Ball. Isn't that, like, weird? I always thought that one was kind of interesting. Oh, yeah, my name's Crystal Ball. <laughs> it's, it's Crystal Ball. <laughs> yeah, Crystal Ball. Dude, that's I'm being so racist though, right now. <laughs> I don't know. Crystal Ball, that'd be a sick name. That's Zach's rap name. There um, we go. <laughs> Jake. His name is Jake. That's right. I should have known Jake, Jamie. Like, duh, dude. They're, like, telling you. They're, like, phoning it home to you. Kinda. There's, like, signs. <laughs> There's big signs. Uh, I'm the guy. Um, Dude, I kind of, like, this Dodge Interceptor was kind of weird looking dude! dope at the same time. Dude! It kind of reminded me of, like, a Lambo. The, like, from the dude! 90s. Dude! Yes! I was, the Turbo Interceptor, only one of its kind. I was like, that is the fucking sickest car I have ever seen. Yes. Yes. Okay, so it's, obviously I fucking loved this movie. Uh, I'm just going to give it away right now. We'll talk more about it, but like, yeah, I love this movie. It was cool. That car was so fucking cool. And not to jump ahead, but that first race was fucking sick. Dude, this car, I will say, is dope as fuck. And the way they use it in this movie is so sick. It kind of reminds me of what, like, a Batmobile in, like, the Batman Beyond era would look like. Oh, sure. Ish. It kind of reminds me of that. I Here's the thing, too, though, I like about this movie is the car and the driver are kind of one and the same. Yeah. They're one character. And so... I really appreciate that in this movie. Although I think it's interesting because this movie almost seems... It at the core seems to be a horror movie, but it's not a horror movie at all. Yeah, it's like this weird, like, hero gets his revenge movie. Yeah, it's literally just sort of a revenge movie. Yeah, it's like it's like this guy got really upset over something that happened kind of like that. Like some dude stole his girlfriend or something. Sure. And he was like, no, fuck that. I'm going to write the movie where the guy gets revenge. He's like, uh... But it's, like, more uplifting, and he's, like, the good guy. Sure. But, I mean, he's, like, killing people off. But he gets his, he gets his like, second, his ch- second chance, his, like, so happy ending or whatever. I, f- I feel like someone, like, watched... Not in a sexual way, but also in a sexual way. Well, <laughs> I mean, there's a... Which, I have some questions about that, too. Um, but I feel... Like ghost sex? Excuse me. I feel like some <laughs> somebody, in quotes here, um, watched <laughs> this movie and then wrote... The Crow, because this movie and The Crow are like sort of the same story, Did this minus come out that. Yeah. Well, the comic was in I think the late eighties. Oh, okay. Um, now the difference is being The Crow is like much darker. Oh yeah. And much like more. There's like somebody took that and they're like fuck that. Where's all the shitty stuff? And then basically said like Andy doesn't get to have the girl at the end. Yeah, because that's more brutal. You know. Yeah. That's, but I'm not shitting on the crow. I actually love that fucking movie. I think it's dope as shit. Oh hell yeah! I think it's so sad. Um, the Brandon Lee died yeah. making it, obviously, but like it's such a like great movie. But these movies are at the core essentially the same film. Yeah. 
this dude dies and comes back for revenge and I am hesitant to say one by one, but one by one kills off the people that were uh, responsible for it. It is one by one, though. I, he just well, gets a couple in a group shot. That's yeah, all. okay. <laughs> Which, I fucking love that scene. Like, the first thing that, like, stuck out to this movie is that, like, 80 th- 80s thugs are, like, so sick. Yeah. Like, they make no sense as that. They yeah. fell into a group together, but they're so cool. Yeah. Um, And then also, like, Clint Howard looks like logic in this movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of. Um, I love Clint Howard in this movie. Dude, me he was too. great, and I, I, I love, like actually love Clint Howard. Dude. I, I do too. He's such a great like. He's, he's a, a character actor. Yeah, he's he's that piece that just like needs to be there. Like, dude, that scene in uh, Waterboy when all the people are outside his window at the hospital, and he's like. I can't play football because mama's dead or whatever. And then like that Clint Howard comes up and he's like, he's like, oh, I never belonged. I'm not handsome. I'm not athletic. God didn't really bless me with anything. (laughs) And then he starts like breaking out and crying and like crying on the shoulder of like Vicky Valancourt. And like as he's like crying, he's like starting to squeeze her boob and she has to like put his hands away. That's so fucking funny. That shit is just so funny. So Um, yeah, I love that. Um, Which, I mean, he was famously a cute kid. Was he? Yeah, he was on, um, <laughs> he was on, uh, fuck, what is, the Andy Griffith show. Oh, of course. As a child. Well, yeah, because wasn't, uh, Ron in that, too? Um, I No, he was in Happy Days. No, 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 Ron was in Happy Days. Um, and then Clint went People on to be- People listening are like, what? Clint went on to be in every Ron Howard movie after that, <laughs> yeah. so it's fine. Hey, dude, it's a done deal. I mean, he, gets he was work, in the fucking Grinch, dude. And, oh, dude, and I loved him in that. And I, me too, but, like, I was like, of course he's in this fucking movie. Well, yeah. Um, no, I, I love Clint Howard. Honestly, I was like, fuck, we need to get more Clint Howard movies up in this house, so I'm gonna start maybe picking some Clint Howard movies for us to watch. Um, not necessarily movies that he stars in, like, a little, little much, but just movies that he's in. Um, also, this movie has Ozzy, like, within the first oh, 15 yeah, minutes. Oh, yeah, dude. I was like, mm, got me sold. Yeah, same. I was like, oh, hell yeah, yeah. Ozzy? Dude. That's what's up. Um, the intro to this movie kind of confused me because it shows, like, the gangs up to their shenanigans, but then immediately cuts to the next day and, like, doesn't show you anything that happened with that couple, and I was like, what? Are they the couple that I need to be caring about, or like, or do I care about the gang? And then it, apparently I care about the gang, and then I don't. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was kind of odd. Um, that's I, I guess that's kind of where it lost me a little bit in the beginning. Um, but uh, yeah, what what were they? It was just a random couple, right? Like yeah, totally. that comes back, which they end up letting them go, and then you just don't. Really oh yeah, see yeah. Them okay, now, I'm sorry. Although, I remember now that Fred, they they make him try to like race or something. Right. Well, they do, and then he runs the guy off the road. Yeah. And then takes a car. Which, is that girl the same girl later that he is, like, with when, um, when, uh, Randy Quaid, the other, like, <laughs> best fucking actor, no, yeah, he's, he's great in this movie, honestly. Sheriff um, Loomis. When, which, Loomis, I was like, okay, I see what we're doing here because of, um, Loomis being the doctor's name in uh, Halloween, the, is like, he's like the one that's hunting Michael down. I was like, I see what you're doing here. Um, oh, huh. Um, I didn't think about that. I, I really liked Randy Quaid in this movie, actually, though. Uh, I, look, see, I actually didn't. He's, look, he's got... 
I, I understand that he's kind of a wild dude in real life and that he's got his shit and that he's He kind seemed of... like he did not fucking care about this movie and did not want to really be in it. Oh, I feel differently. Like, I feel differently I felt like because he like, he's cleaned like... up and he's, like, there. Like, he's not being a crazy dude. He's playing, he's taking the, char- the, the character seriously. But I like... feel like he was just, he was, like, such an asshole through the whole thing. Like, like uh, it, it's just, like, little things. But, like, it also just kind of seemed like when he was acting, he's like, because I get it, though. He was trying to be a hard ass. But, right. like, it was almost like, it felt like he didn't care, though. Like, See? he wasn't really acting. I just don't think that it was a good character for him. But I think that he was okay in uh, it. Yeah, I just assumed it was maybe some sort of attitude thing or something. Like, he just That's didn't want to be in it. Uh, uh, but, I mean, like, what... Every time you see him in a movie otherwise, like, he's playing a kind of a goofy character. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love him in Independence Day, and I love him in, like, the Vacation movie. Well, sure, absolutely. Um, but he's playing that kooky, crazy uh, cousin uncle. Eddie. Yeah, yeah, very Cousin Eddie. And so... I mean, I don't know, but I was kind of like, I saw, obviously I knew he was in this movie because he's like, he's in the credits or whatever, but I was pleasantly surprised because I was like, well, this is either going to be really bad, which because unfortunately that kind of happens with Randy Quaid, or it's going to be like decent, Yeah. you know, um, but he didn't like disappoint yeah. me. This movie breezes by, but mostly because like, it's a pretty linear story. Yeah. And, like, it's not a lot of, like, side drag stuff. Yeah. Pretty, um, to, pretty much to the point. Right. And that's why, I mean, it's hard to be like, oh, and then this happened, and then this happened. Because it is pretty much straight to the point. Like, the, the people get picked off kind of one so, by one. Yeah, so, like, I, you'll have, like, a tension moment, and then you'll have, like, some chill down and m- maybe a little drama. And then it'll get the tension will come up again and something might happen. So, they meet the first couple, um... Yeah, it was funny because I felt like it was like a <laughs> drive-by racing because the guys just like came out of nowhere and like forced that guy to yeah, race they, them. Totally, they like ambushed him. Um, and then we get some Ozzy, uh, and then we get Charlie Sheen. Um, although I didn't really like write down what was happening at the time, so I'm kind of like, oh, I just wrote like stupid notes. Well, he like I kind of forgot what happened. <laughs> he like meets the girl and says he's near town and everything and then she gets with the boyfriend and everything because uh, yeah. he pulls up. And then they end up meeting again um at like a river. Yep. But there's a Oh, that's right. He's just there, and she's like, oh, right. it was, like, magic. He was just there. Right. Because she just walked out of her house and her, was getting picked up by a boyfriend. Oh, my God. Okay, but speaking of that shot, that intro shot of him where it, like, transitions from the night before with them stealing the car. Yeah. It's this long shot of this road, and we get the whole thing. We get him driving from the whole end of the road all the way up to the front of the house. That oh, is yeah, one dude. shot. I was like, oh, we're going this route. Okay. <laughs> no, it was fine. It was good. But I kind of like stuff like that. You don't sometimes. really see that in new movies, though. Yeah. And so I'm watching it like, okay, they're going to do like a cut. And then I was like, or they're not gonna get it. Okay, like cool. Okay, that's all right. You know, yeah, we'll do it live. It kind of just caught me off guard, but I actually appreciated it. I was like, okay, this kind of actually gives me more of a vibe of like what this movie is, and also how he's like this thing that's sort of just coming in and like coming into existence almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they uh, they end up going to like the river and uh, all of the like. Oh, I can't think of what the he has like a weird ass name, the main bad guy. Um uh Packard. Packard. Pack. He's like 
He's like a fucking straight evil motherfucker in yeah. this movie, dude. I was like, God damn. Like, the point where he puts the knife in his hand and cuts himself, and he's like, I love you so much, I don't feel anything. I was like, this is like a school shooter, dude. This uh, kid is nuts. Yeah, I could not watch that scene. It I really had to, And I was like, this is really unnecessary. Yeah. That was the one thing I, like, kind of hated about this movie, was that one scene. It was pretty rough. But I like... I don't know. I like Nick Cassavetes in this movie because he, yeah. he makes you fucking hate this character. He's a fucking dick. Yeah, like, you want him to die. Um, the other guys in the gang, I'm kind of like on the fence about for the most part. Just because like... <laughs> it was such a weird gang because the second guy was like this like varsity jock. Yeah, which I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and then they got like the nerd guy. Uh, I thought it was kind of cool how they were kind of like... Um, they took kind of like the Breakfast Club aesthetic and turned them into bad guys. Like, all right, what they're evil. Then they had like the druggy punk guy, and then they had this like retarded guy. Yeah, skank or, and uh, well, <laughs> sorry, that was rude. Skank and um, I don't remember his name. It's like Junkie Boy or oh Gutter Boy. Gutter Boy. Gutter Boy and Skank. I, I could not stand that. Dude. Although Skank's real name is Maurice, I guess. Which, yeah. when he says that the first He's time, like, I or Maurice, if you like. I thought he was making like a, a Steve Miller joke. <laughs> I was like, like some. I was like, some people call me Maurice. Wee, wee. I thought oh. I thought he was going for it. I was like, oh, that's kind of a weird joke for this. And then later on, uh, he calls Peck says, "Okay, Maurice," and I was like, "Oh no, it's just his real name." I was like, oh, "Okay, never mind." Oh, <laughs> uh, I assumed like right away he was being serious. I, I, but I loved it. Like his name's Maurice, but he's this... so random. <laughs> dude, it happens. Dude, people have fucking weird ass names like that. Then, oh yeah, so then we cut to what's it called? Big K Burger. Uh, yeah, Big K Burger. <laughs> Burger King Burger. <laughs> Big yeah. K Burger. Uh. Have it your way. Which, okay, we get, like, some of the funniest dialogue when people are ordering. This dude says, uh, I want it so rare. Uh, okay. So rare a good vet will have him back on their feet in ten minutes. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? Okay, dad. We also get a little bit of that 80s, like, uh, although, uh, what is it, the, the gay panic? But... It's not, like, really actually that bad in this movie. We just get an F-bomb. It was not... I was, like, not oh, expecting yeah. that. It kind of caught me off guard. Same. Just because you don't hear it. Which, I mean, I'm glad. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad you don't really hear that in movies anymore. But, it, like, you don't really hear that. And that, like, totally was a thing in the 80s and 90s. And so I was like, oh, 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 okay. Yeah. This movie's edgy as hell. Uh, no. Uh, Augie is the name of the, like, varsity guy. And when they, yeah. for the, like, the first race that we see when, when Augie, like, dies. Well, no, I don't think Augie really was the, oh, maybe he was. Yeah, he was. Because Packard says, give it to him Augie style. Yeah. And I was like, oh, come on. You know what's really funny is I didn't hear it that way at all. Really? I just heard it as in, like, it's funny because now I'm thinking about it and I'm like, oh, that's gross. And that's probably what they meant. But I just was like. He means that this dude just drives dirty and he's gonna run this guy off the fucking road. Yeah, he says, uh, give it to him Augie style, and then Clint Howard yells, let's get it on. And I was like, oh, come on, guys, what are we doing here? Uh, <laughs> I like how he was like the flag girl, too. Yeah, honestly, I thought that was kind of funny because traditionally it is supposed to be like, it's like, a, it's supposed to be quote unquote, right? 
But in movies, it's traditionally a woman, and it's him. I yeah. was like, oh, yeah, you babe. Like, <laughs> yeah. Clint Howard is the one we voted up there. Yeah. I like how, like, they ran this, like, shop, though. And just, like, like a chop had, shop. Yeah, they ran a chop shop, because that was the whole deal. Is they take your car, and they, like, use what they can from it to improve their own. Well, and then Clint Howard, like, builds, like, crazy, like, uh, like gadgets and for shit? them. Yeah. yeah. I have one complaint about this first race, though, and it's when they pass the two cops. Are you talking about the very first race with the Wraith, or... Yeah. Dude, I don't know. I thought it was, like, so intense. No, I liked everything about it except for they passed these two cops, and the cops are both sitting outside of their cars on the hoods waiting for people to, like, speed by. Like, it's clearly a speed trap. Yeah. I'm like, why are you out of your car? Like, it takes you longer to get in your car to catch up with someone if this is a speed trap. This is the shittiest speed trap I've ever seen. You're like, <laughs> like giving them a head start. Like, Maybe they were just... Yeah, but, like, it's not I get it. It's a movie, but I was like, come on. But it's not unrealistic either that a cop might just pull it to the side of the road and be like, I'm going to do this, but I'm also going to just, like, kind of chill for a second. It was two of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Separate cars. I just thought it was fun. They're probably just hanging out. That's, That's what I mean. They're probably having a smoke together or whatever. Maybe they're actually having lunch. I don't know. In, the, in a cornfield? <laughs> Why not? Hey, you know what we should do? Go cornhole. I mean, eat lunch in the Boss ain't going to be rolling around the cornfield for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they were getting a little tug and pull. Oh. Oh. I don't know. This this first race is, uh, <laughs> we, we immediately get to sort of see some of the ghost mobile powers. Ghost mobile. <laughs> Which, yeah, this made me want, like, a, like, realistic Danny Phantom movie. That's really so bad. funny! I was going to say that, dude! This movie, I was straight up like, this is kind of Danny Phantom. Yeah, dude. Which, I mean, what it does basically, though, is it, it like, disappears, well, it sort of just, like, vanishes. Dude, it fucking explodes. And then... Okay, oh. but, okay. I like and dislike some of this aspect of the editing in the film, and it's whenever the cars explode, it will cut from it hitting, like, him or nothing to the car all of a sudden, or which I like it because I get what they're doing, but sometimes it's edited in a way that I'm like, yeah, he just hit this, he just hit five times. Like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? Like, it'll have that same initial explosion from like five different perspectives. But, oh, but it'll be the car, and then out of a all of a sudden it'll be a different angle, and it'll be nothing there. It'll just be the car exploding, and then another angle will be the dude fucking standing there in the car exploding, and I'm like, what are we doing here? Uh, I didn't really notice that. I did, I noticed that, like, in the very last one, it pans from you seeing the cars driving at each other to the dude just seeing the guy. Right. And I was like, whoa, that's sick. Which I thought that was cool. Yeah. But it's, it's so funny, it, the initial, like, impacts, it's always like, it's, it's like watching an explosion start five times really quick before it actually explodes like a glitch almost. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't have a problem with it. I was just... I was blown away by No, I'm not race. mad. I, I, honestly, that's why I say it's kind of a like complaint. Because right. I get what they're doing. It's just, like, kind of funny. Sure. Um, um, yeah, I just... Uh, that first race was so cool. The, they... Like, obviously, they still sped up the, the film. But, like, they made it, like, legit look like they were going fucking fast. No, they did a good job. They did what, um... Like, the original Death Race... 2000... 
try to do. Uh-huh. And, but, like, it looks goofy as shit in that movie. Mm. Because they, like, overdid it. So it looks like a fucking wacky Reese's, like, <laughs> like oh, really okay. bad or animated almost. Dude, none of them give a fuck that their friend just died. Um, not And it's true. addressed in the movie! People are even like, dude, you don't even care that your friend just died? I think it's mostly just Packard doesn't care. They all kind of seem like... Skank and Gutter Boy kind of obviously, like, feel terrible. Yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of weird. I was like, whoa, they're, like, not showing any, like, real stuff. But, like, even the girl had more remorse for him. She's oh, like, yeah. He, she's like, he lived down down my street. She's I, like, yeah, he's kind of, like, a shitty dude, but, like, you know, like, I still went the, I still knew him. Which, this was another movie where I was very confused about the age of the people. Were they in high school? Right. Or are they fucking adults? Totally. I have no idea. Two because they're clearly not living on their own. With... Yeah, it doesn't seem like they live on their own. Except, well, maybe. Maybe the gang. Uh, may- yeah, exactly. Maybe Packard and his boys. But, like, uh, it seems like Billy's too young to live on his own. Yeah, there's no way. Um, and it seems like the girl is with her parents. Although, fucking Billy seems like he owns this fucking restaurant, dude. That's because he's the only one working there. Uh, yeah, he was the only chef, huh? Yeah. It's funny because I didn't realize he was the, which I don't know why. I, I, I swear I, I saw, like, a fatter dude in the beginning. I don't remember the beginning, but I know that it was him and a few women. Yeah, it was, like, three girls. Uh... Yeah, I, I thought that was kind of weird, because I was like, oh, is he, like, run this place? Maybe. I mean, possibly, but he seems so young. I don't think so. He seemed young, of all of them. That's what I mean, is, like, he was, like, he seemed like he was definitely still in high school. Now, <laughs> we get one of the most, like, awkward relationship conversations in this movie that I've ever seen, where Pac calls the girl his blood, blood brother. Yeah. And I was like, what? what? Wait. Well, and then he's like, maybe we're... Blood lovers or something like that. I was like, that's what cheesy. The fuck? But the whole scene is just. But like he starts terrible. it by being like, "I feel like we're blood brothers," and I was like, "You know, she's not a boy, right?" I'm like, <laughs> yeah, this is really weird. Like, I understand what he's trying to say, Very... but you should have just said something else. I just thought it was kind of a poorly written scene. Yeah, agreed. Um, it was a terrible scene. It shouldn't have been in it. Like, well, yeah, I my, know you think that's that the knife thing. I'm saying I well, get what the whole doing scene with that. was just so cringy and like, well, okay, the, if they just like not made it so crazy, like, and maybe giving it a little more, I don't know, depth, uh, it could have potentially been a good scene. Sure, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, it was too much for me. I was just like, uh. Couldn't watch. I had to look away. So, the... The Wraith, I guess, is what you would call it. They call him that. Yeah. Shows up to the chop shop and starts, yeah. like, shooting at everything. Yeah. And they're all like, it's gonna blow. Yeah. Although, Pack doesn't like, give a fuck at all. I'm waiting for Clint Howard's Although hair he's... to fucking blow, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's, whoa. That's dude. super funny. Um... Well, he is the one that told him, though, right? Isn't Packard the one that was like... He does tell him. Of... He's like, hey, you better watch out. Yeah. You know? Which, this also is where we're kind of introduced to the idea of every time he kills someone from the gang, he's kind of released of a chain. Huh. I didn't think about that. Cause it, because um, I believe he only kills one person in that attack. Uh, 
Or maybe it's not anybody. I don't think he doesn't get I, no, killed no, anyone it's not. on that one. He just shoots on the, the cars. That's not what it is. At the end of the first race, you see like this weird lock thing on the ground. Yeah. And it kind of like vanishes. And this happens oh, a few the times brace? Of it. There are these braces that are on his arms. And I feel like there may be some sort of shackles. Is that what that was? Yeah. Okay, because I was like pissed off that every time it showed the same piece well, disappearing. And there's five, I believe five of them, five people die he kills. Loomis, the two... He doesn't kill Loomis. Oh, no, I'm sorry, not Loomis. Um, Augie, Augie. Skank. Skank, Gutter Boy. Gutter Boy. Uh, uh, the Pack, other... obviously. And... Packard. And then the, there are two drivers. And I swear the second one was the one that was more jockey. <coughs> like, varsity jock. Like, he looked more clean Who's the first driver? Well, it was, it was Augie, but I think he was the one that was, like... He was a little more, like, uh, punk. Hmm. I, I, you're right. I just don't remember. There. Okay. Th- that scene is also where we're introduced to, um, like Clint Howard's inventions, and uh, he. What do they call this thing? It's a digital radio killer. Yeah, and he's like, I gotta put it in your, uh, in your, engine, so you don't run off after the race or something like that. Which is literally an excuse for them to pop the hood and show you the engine because it's never fucking talked about again in the movie. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? But it looks really fucking cool. No, I get it. They're trying to show and he's even like, like, whoa, what the hell? Right, they're trying to show you that this car is like beyond anything anybody's seen. Like, Dodge has made the best car ever made. Yeah. Um, beca- and I know that because it says Dodge right on the back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this ghost car, I think might have been made by Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> so he wasn't that punk, but he wasn't really like varsity jock either. Oh, right. He's the guy with the do-rag. That's Augie. That's Augie. Right. So who's this other guy then? This varsity guy. Um. So Augie's the one that kind of, he, ah. Oh, you know who he kind of fucking looks like is, uh... Oh, Clint Howard's character's name was Rughead. Yeah, ex- That's fucking great. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Uh, they should have just called him Eraserhead. He looks like fucking Eraserhead <laughs> in this film. Kevin Durand! I don't know if I can think of his Augie movie. sort of looks like Kevin Durand. Like a really young, like, gross, stupid-looking version of Kevin Durand. Uh, uh, I think Kevin Durand guy... is Gabriel and Legion. Oh, Okay. Um, I think the other guy's Minty, but... Oh, Minty! Okay, yeah. that's his name. So Minty is the, um, second one to go. Yeah, he's like the... Yeah, see, because he's wearing, like, a Letterman, Letterman jacket. Lettersman's. Lettersman's <laughs> jacket. And this is when, um, is this... And this is van. <laughs> uh, no, right. So this is when, uh, the digital radio killer is yeah. put on the engine. Yeah. And, I mean, they're they're all sort of... Well, all the during races are sort of killed the same way. Pretty much. I mean, he he does this cool thing where like he races them for a while and then he just fucking guns it and yeah. disappears, and then like they'll be driving there like, well, fuck, did he go? And all of a sudden he's just like there and they fucking crash into him and everything explodes. But then all of a sudden he's back. So, and, and there's a scene. Uh, I think it's the f- it's in the middle of the night. It is right after. Uh, Skank and, or Skanko Maurice it's Skank um, and uh, Gutter Mouth? Gutter Boy Gutter Boy Gutter Mouth what is this guy man I don't, he, <laughs> he's the most random character too he just he literally is yelping like a dog through this movie yeah he's like whimping whimpering I was like what is happening I hated that uh, what is his character anyways 
Um, they, they like chase Charlie Sheen down on his uh, dirt bike and he has the girl on the back for like a little bit. And that scene, we'll talk about that scene first because this has gutter boy like being, he doesn't want to shoot because he doesn't want to kill the girl. And you can tell that he kind of just doesn't want to hurt anybody. Yeah. Um, and he ends up blowing a fucking hole through the, the floor of the car, blowing out their steering and then the car flips. And I'm yeah. like, like what, who are these guys? Who are these jackasses? <laughs> They crawl out of the car, like, pretty much flying. They're, and Skink's, like, huffing WD-40. They're like rednecks or something, dude. I don't know. Look, if you identify as whatever these guys are, like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> this uh, leads into the scene where Pac meets them. He, like, runs into them and asks what happened to the car or whatever. Yeah. And one of the coolest things in this movie, at least in my opinion, is while this is happening, there's a shot of the front of the car. You see Pac in his car. And you see the headlights of the interceptor yeah, come, they just down. come down. Yeah, they and descend they like, behind him. Oh, oh, he's like behind me. It's I was good. like, that's cool. The way they just like had that instead of it just being there, they were like, oh no, we're gonna have it kind of just descend in. What kind of like really happens there? Um, trying to remember. Doesn't he just chase him back to the chop shop and then he ends up killing Gutter Boy and Skank? No, that's that's a different part. But that does happen, and that seems fucking hilarious. <laughs> because he just, the car just fucking zips into the chop shop, and then it just fucking the explodes. Whole thing explodes. And I was like, what the fuck? No, yeah, I thought it was sick, though. I was just like, hell yeah, dude. Fucking explosion. Fucking Clint dude. is just like singing like a fucking bird as soon as Loomis pulls up. He's like, hey, well, I want out of this shit. This is what is happening. I mean, it made sense. It, no, he's that it. logical character, and no, he gets out alive. I, I love absolutely. it. Although, totally unaddressed. He just kind of goes. He just kind of gets out. Well, see, because the tension was kind of building, and I was worried that the Wraith was going to kill him. Oh, and I was sure. like, this sucks, because, like, you know, he, he kind of, like, begs, and he's like, it, well, he ends up saying it he's, after the fact. He explains that he, did, he didn't but know. But he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I didn't know. I, I didn't really want to be a part of this shit. I just, you know, didn't want to have a shitty life. But yeah, I just didn't want to be killed by them. Yeah, I didn't want to be killed. So he was doing what he had to do for you know himself, and that, that makes sense. You know, it sucks that you're not with the right crowd, but I I understand. Um, oh, I do remember that during this scene where um, the interceptor sort of just appears at night. Yeah, they try to shoot him with the gun, and the barrel like explodes out. Yeah, the barrel just, like, bursts. And I was like, is this a fucking Looney Tune gag? Because there's that, and then there's also in, uh... Um... Well, because doesn't he, like, point, though, when it happens? God, I don't remember. I swear you see him, like, point, and, and so that was him, like, making that happen. Well, earlier in the in the movie, there's another scene that's kind of Looney Tune-y, too, because when he comes into the, the chop shop the first time... When Gutter Boy's on the the creeper on the floor, when he like oh yeah, and he's like him, ah! and he like zips across the floor on it. I was like, okay, dude, like yeah, it's was, funny, whatever. You know? That's how I felt about it too. I was like, okay, it was like funny, but like, but do we I don't really need that. I also don't know if it was meant to be funny, and that's the part that makes me feel like, oh, kind of cringe. No, sure, but look, I'm nitpicking this movie right now. Yeah. Like I, I like, I did like this movie. Uh-huh. You know, I'll spoil my. A little bit of my review was I did like this film. I thought it was good. Yeah. So okay, Loomis um kind of comes and um talks to Pack and Pack's with like this blonde girl. 
Yeah. And he's kind of like forcing himself on her. It's kind of weird. I don't know. Like, because then when the cop asks her if she's okay, uh, she's like, not real. She's like, yeah. But then like looks away. Like, I'm like, okay, well, wait. Is this? I didn't pick it up that way either. I picked it up as like, she's like, yeah, I'm okay. It, it was just because, weird. Because like it... I also and think she did say I don't like him. You know softer, I mean? but like it seemed like she was like yeah, he was like forcing himself on her, but it also seemed like she was into it. I don't know. I couldn't really tell. I, he's a dickhead in this movie, so I couldn't tell. Um, but so as this scene's like coming to an end, Pack leaves. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty fucking positive that as he's going to leave, he fucking straight hits his head on the wall because it's a low ceiling in the entryway. But it looks like he straight up just goes. And then, like, and then turns and walks underneath it, and I was like, why would you keep that cut? It looks like he just fucking slammed his head into the wall. Yeah. Although, like, he kept composure and, like, kept walking through it, but I was like, damn, dude, I would have laughed straight up. Like, if I saw him, I would have laughed in his face. <laughs> like, I don't know how Randy Quaid kept his composure. I was like, oh, my fucking Cause God. Because he didn't fucking care. He didn't want to be there, dude. <laughs> you really think so? Yeah, I feel like he fucking hated it. Wow, that's so interesting, because I didn't read that. That way. Yeah, I didn't really read his acting. It was, like, really good. I, I, I just read it as, like, he doesn't <laughs> want to fucking be here. He's just trying to get this over with. I will say that I sort of read his acting in this. Like, he was t- trying to do, like, a noir thing. And, like, it doesn't work for this movie. So I feel like there's that kind of thing. But at the same time, it could just be that he didn't give a shit. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, like, he was just he, he was just kind of a dick about everything. And it almost, like, seemed... But that's the thing. It's like, well, was he told to do that for the character? Or was he just being like that? Because, like, when he get he goes to Big K's burger, and, um, uh, he gets a burger, and then he, like, flips the bun over and, like, is, like, picking off pickles and just throwing them out the window. Oh, yeah. Which, that's such an 80s thing to do. But, I thought like, it was so random. Well, he obviously didn't want the pickles, but he just seemed kind of, yeah. like, irritated about it, and, like, like he was like, I don't fucking care. Sure. And then when he has to leave, because they're all like, oh, he's, uh... He's at whatever. Let's right, go. Right, right. Um, he just like flips the thing off. Dude, of I was his hoping car. he would just leave it and just drive off. I was hoping Honestly. he was gonna. Well, yeah, it, which I felt like it would just eventually fall off. But I thought he was gonna at least grab his drink and be like, oh, like while well, he's driving. Well, but he just like flipped it. Like he, I don't know. He seemed pissed. Like, <laughs> like he just did not give a fuck and was like, I'm just gonna do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, maybe that's the character though. He's trying to investigate all these kids dying, you know. No, absolutely. I mean, at one point when he is like investigating, I also just thought he was kind of a dick because one thing I noticed in the very beginning, when you see the wraiths zip around the sky at night, there's a sign that says "Re-elect Sheriff Loomis," and then he crashes right through it, destroying the sign. That's funny. I didn't notice that. Um, And I think that kind of represents like that Sheriff Loomis is kind of a shitty dude. Although, but it seems like he's trying to do the right thing. Yeah, because at the end of the movie, he kind of does just, like, see them leave together, and kind of, you can see in his face that he sort of makes the connection, but lets it go. Yeah. And so that's why I was like, oh, he's not a bad dude. He literally just wanted to do what was best for what was happening in the town. Yeah. Uh, but, I, I'm sure he although, was just really in character, and I read it wrong. There it was, just seemed like he just didn't give a fuck, though. There was one scene with him that I really liked, and it's when he's, like, talking to the little remaining boys, and uh, he's cutting, like, paper and talking to them. Oh, yeah. Then he unfolds the four boys, and they're all headless. After he cut the head off. I was like, oh, that's funny that he did Uh, that. And then they all die after that. Yeah, which I was like, that's pretty interesting. Oh, wait, except... I think a couple uh, have died at that. Except Rugged. Gutter Boy and Skank also have, like, a conversation about going on, like, a break right before they explode. Mm -hmm. And Gutter Boy says, I'm a four-day virgin. 
I was like, what is this dialogue, dude? Like, who wrote this film? <laughs> who wrote this movie? Yeah, I didn't... I wasn't a f- really a fan of Gutter Boy. Um, I thought he was a terrible character. I think that this movie has, like, such a strong concept and core. There's just, like, some things that I was like, man, that was not great. But I fucking really like this movie, so it's weird. It's funny, you and I have been recently talking about, like, the idea of a guilty pleasure or a movie that's so bad that it's good. Because, like, you don't believe in that and how I think, like, a movie can be bad, but it can be charming still. And I think this movie kind of belongs in that category, because the movie isn't bad... But there's some parts about it that are also not, like, very good. But it's still a charming uh, movie. You know, that's funny because, like, I agree, but at the same time, I, like, love this movie. You love the movie, but you have to agree with me that there's some parts of this movie that are just kind of shitty. Oh, I, yeah, I absolutely And that's what I mean. Have. And, like, that that's kind of the charm in the movie, though, is that it still makes for a good film. And, like, yeah. so, although I wouldn't say this movie is, like, so bad it's good because this movie isn't, like... The effects in it aren't bad. The writing's not, like, terrible. It's a pretty original concept. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, we could compare this to, like, last week's movie. We did another movie from the same year. We did another 86 movie. That's which, so funny. Chopping Mall. And yeah. I mean, like, the effects are better in this movie. At least used better yeah. than in Chopping Mall. Absolutely. I mean, if you compare those movies I feel like side they had to more side... To... Well, I don't know. I... I... I just feel like maybe there was, uh, like, they didn't really know what to do with Chopping Mall. Like, they didn't know how to use their space. Whereas in this movie, it's like, okay, well, we want to see them having, like, a really fast race. Right. They go out to, like, the middle of nowhere where there's, like, just long roads and nothing where they can, like, just drive around. Right. Um, Well, but that's the thing, though, is, like, Chopping Mall, which I complained about this last week, too, is not an hour and a half worthy concept for a film. Yeah. It is a 15-minute short film. Yeah. And that's fine. Like, that's fine. But make that movie. Yeah. This movie in concept could have gone that route, but they managed to successfully keep you entertained for an hour and a half. And Chopping Mall didn't do that. Right. And so that's, like, the thing is, like, this movie, if they had fucked it up, like, even given any of the shit that I may not like or that is just kind of, like, questionable... It's still a good movie. It's still watchable and entertaining from beginning to end. Yeah. So, it turns out it was both. You know, Jake is Jamie. Jamie is the Wraith. Um, oh, I see what you're saying. But it also, because, like, in that first scene, or not first scene, really, but the first time, when he first goes to their chop shop, it kind of looked like a short dude. And so I was kind of like, oh, this was like a kid. I have a question, actually. So during that scene, when they flash the eyes inside the mask, yeah, are they using, do you think, the original actor that played Jamie, or do you think it's Charlie Sheen's eyes? I have no idea, because I couldn't really see it. I couldn't really either. It was pretty quick. Yeah. But, but, uh, Clint Part of Howard me kind later... of thinks that it might not be either. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Just like well, a stand-in or something? Well, it's, it's clearly like, um, like, superimposed. Mm-hmm. Like, it's clearly not, like, natural. Because the the lighting would have been weird with the way that the glare on the mask is and everything. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to capture that. Right. Really. So you have to, like put maybe a light inside. So it's intentionally one of them. I'm just curious. Oh, I'm really I see. Curious now but which one which did one they, they pick? But because later one of the characters, um, don't they say it was him? Says like, they, like Jamie they, came. He's back. like I, I remember those eyes. Yeah. Jake, this Jake character is like a full human though, right? I guess. 
He's fucking like Danny Phantom or something. Once shit. he's well, here's okay. So here's why I said going I was kind of confused. And this movie, and I'm this is a complaint that kind of works for this fucking movie somehow. Is it doesn't explain like fucking anything. Yeah. And so my assumption here, and like if you know anything about this, please let me know on like in the Instagram comments or like you know wherever. Please let me know because I'm curious. I like this movie. I'm really curious. Was he like? Basically granted like, okay, you can come back, but you are restrained by these people that killed you and you have to release yourself of these restraints one by one and that's why you're seeing these restraints come off one by one. Did and then go once to hell? And like... well, but check it out though. Once they're released, he gives Billy the car and he says, I'm done. And they ride off on the dirt bike, him and yeah. the girl. So is he a human again now? All oh, of a sudden? I see. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's what I mean. So I was like, oh... Interesting. And I don't mean, like, hell or heaven or even, like, maybe, you know, maybe some idea of, like, an afterlife we don't even understand because he's coming back in a fucking car. Like, first of yeah, all. Yeah, with, like, this cool, like, racing scene. Like a magic car. Literally a magic car. So, like, maybe some concept of, um, you know, an afterlife we don't understand. But, like, is this the idea? Because that's what I'm getting from it. I mean, that's what I got from this film because it doesn't tell you. Yeah, it's like this reincarnation story and... This guy just appears out of nowhere. But, like, that's the thing. And she goes, he just appeared like magic. You don't see him before that. But, right, because the only time we see him before that is literally him driving up that street. Literally appearing on the screen in the distance and driving up the street. Right. Which is why, I, like, you know, I said, that shot caught me off guard because I'm not used to that in the movie now. Because in 2019, that's kind of, like, somehow become frowned upon to have, like, a single shot that lasts more than fucking three seconds without a cut. Really? I feel watch a new movie and like really unless there's like action or dialogue it's like cut cut like cut that. cut and even then like it's cut 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 hmm. but like that's cool because obviously they're doing that for a reason it's this idea of like no you're gonna see him appear from nothing and that's gonna be the whole thing from the movie you have the same perspective as the as the people in the town yeah and I think that's cool I think the wraith suit's pretty sick yeah it absolutely. kind of reminds me of the black manta suit for some reason uh, yeah, I kind of Not get that. the same, but just, like, similar in design. Yeah, it's kind of got a vibe like that. Right. But I, like, think that's kind of cool. This movie's just so different because, like, you don't... When have you ever seen a ghost story about, like, this race car, yeah, car that driver is, like, a gun-toting, like, crazy future-looking suit thing, and then, like, he's also got a human form that rides like, a dirt bike and does whatever. And, with the, yeah. And he's got, like, this crazy futuristic, like, space car. I think that this movie is so out there in concept, in, like, a lot of ways, that it's hard to, like, not like it. Yeah. Well, I know. It, and it holds up. Oh, yeah, it does. Because, like, part of me is like, man, I'd love, like, a cool remake of this with what they can do now. But I feel like it wouldn't be as good. I feel like it would, they wouldn't be able to do the same thing. Although, I feel like if they, like, if they set it in the 80s, so they could keep everything kind of the same instead of doing, like, a modern version. If they just, like, did a really good, like, remake of it, that could still be pretty cool. I agree with that. But it was it, they would have to change some stuff up with the story, I guess. Because, like, I feel like at the same time, it's like, you know, it's like, well, what was the story? Well, and because But at the same time, it's, like, awesome. The, and the only line of dialogue that you get from the Jake character is, it's as close as I can get to the way I was. Yeah. And it's like, well, what the fuck does that mean like did you just steal some dude's body like i close enough like fuck it you know like what the hell and this dude's got like a scar on the face 
Because he's got a scar on his neck. Excuse me, not the face. He still has his scars from when he was killed. Although, I was curious about the scars on his back, because I was like, honestly, it looks like they just fucked a minute ago. And, like, that's all it looks like to me. Because he had, oh, like, like scratches down his neck. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I... Like those would be some crazy. I don't even think it, I was like I don't even think this is a part of the movie. I'm pretty sure they just banged in the <laughs> like in his. Somebody uh, just caught it. Yeah, in his uh, his trailer, and then they came and jumped back in for the for the shot. Yeah, uh, I, I think Charlie Sheen kind of looks like Skeet Ulrich in this movie. Okay. Uh, not a lot, but just like some of. Because he's so young and his face is still so, like, small, like, baby face. Yeah, he's very baby face. And Skeet Ulrich kind of had that same look in the 90s, that baby face look. And Johnny Johnny Depp had that look in the, the 80s as well. Yeah. And I think they all sort of have that same, like, pouty but still, like, masculine look, you know? And Right. But I was like, damn, dude, he used to be a fucking good-looking dude. And I forget that. Not I feel to like say, he still is. Not to say he's not now. I'm not to say that, but... But in a different way. He's like a mature man now where it's like, oh yeah, he's like a good looking older dude. But yeah. when he was a kid, it was like, damn, he's like a handsome fucking dude. Like, Major League? Absolutely. I just haven't seen those movies in a long time. You know? See, I saw it for the first time like somewhat recently. Oh, yeah. I'm maybe like within the last five years, I mean. What did you think about Jake leaving the car to Billy? I thought it was awesome. But it was it. cool, but it was kind of just like, oh, that's random. But I love Billy's reaction. It's not random, it's his brother. No, I get it. I just was, I thought it was random because I was like, well, does he get to keep this fucking, like, ghost car? Like, what is It probably just do? doesn't have those ghost abilities. It's sure. just, at that point, a really awesome car. Sure. Which this movie Which is, is still equally like... as fucking sick because it's like, oh, holy shit. Right. I have, like, this fucking Lambo. And this movie's, like, full of, uh, kind of, like, crazy souped-up cars. Uh, Corvette. Yeah, like, muscle cars. He does a Corvette, which... Uh, I, I hate Corvettes personally. Oh, what happens to that night scene that we kind of glossed over is the Wraith like pushes his car into a graveyard. Oh, and, yeah. And the, and the tombstone says Packard's name on it. Yeah, it says Packard Walsh. And so that's um, like this foreshadow. And it was funny because when I saw it, I was like, yeah, you keep that Corvette in the fucking cemetery where it belongs. I do like Corvettes. But I, I like a boxy car. So the Interceptor like was like too. my thing. I was like, there it is. I like it, it reminded cars me, too. Honestly, I want to see a recut of Rumble in the Bronx where at the end Jackie Chan gets in the interceptor and, and and fucking takes that sword and samurai Jack cuts. No, the whole movie is that Jackie Chan is playing the Wraith and it's all just Wraith and Car. <laughs> and he's just fighting dudes as the Wraith and also racing people and killing them with huh? his ghost car. Rum <laughs> Wraith in the Bronx? Yeah, dude, there you <laughs> go. Jackie Chan's Wraith in the Bronx. Rumble of the Wraith. Movie. So, I mean, yeah, since they don't really tell you that if he's a human or alive <laughs> or, like, anything at the end. I am end, a cosmic alien now. I'm assuming that she, I'm assuming he is because she rides off with him. Yeah. And they, like, that's, I mean, that's really literally. Well, and so it, it wasn't confirmed for me that he was Jamie and the Wraith. Well, yeah, yeah. At all? Um, it never was no, no, confirmed no. for it, you? You're until, like, I still don't know who that damn Wraith was. Until the scene uh, where, it was right before the one where he pops down behind him yeah, yeah. Um, when he's driving off because he was chasing him mm. and he drives off and then you see him go like into the sky like he turns into lights right and like goes into the sky and so then I was like oh okay I, it is which I think we do see that oh no it's about that you scene. only see that one time. time halfway through the movie we see him do it like twice I think but... I think it's twice and I was kind of uh, confused by it but also kind of like oh I think I see where this is going um, but I, I mean, I've never seen this movie before. Uh, yeah, me, me neither. So. Um, I, I kind of assumed he was, like, the Wraith character from the start, though. I also love, um, I think it's, like, midway through the movie or so, 
There's this shot where he's standing up on this, uh, like, cliff, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that, that shot was about. so fucking Very cool. cool. This movie had some cool cinematography. Yeah, um, that, and that's why, that's part of why, like, I really liked this movie so much. Cinematography like, was, was shot good. really well. The fucking soundtrack was dope. Yeah, like, super sick. It, it was a lot of, like, cool songs from the 80s. Like, ballad songs. Yeah, a lot of ballads. And yeah. I was like, man, I honestly, I kind of, like, dig 80s ballads, it's, I think. Like, well, I it's the like, whole, like, it. cool cars and cool, like, rock. Balance. Yeah, you like hate myself no, like for they, loving you. Yeah. And, um, uh, do we get smoking in the boys' room in this movie? Yes. I was like, oh hell yeah, yeah dude. dude! Fucking Motley Crue. I'll let you give your score first. I we I mean obviously you said you liked it. Yeah, I said I loved it. Um, I give it four out of five wraiths. Four out of five wraiths. Yeah, dude. Like the ghost or the interceptor. Like his helmet. Oh, <laughs> the wraith is the helmet. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it's a recommend for me then. Uh, yeah, this is uh, honestly, I I feel like no matter who you are, you'll probably think this movie's cool, or you'll think it's dog shit. Which in that case, well, I'm sorry, but you know the people that think it's cool are there. You go. I also give this movie four out of five. Nice. You made me feel like it was gonna be lower. This movie is charming as hell. Yeah. Like honestly, this movie. It's like a nostalgia trip with someone that's like, I just want you to have a good time. Obviously, yeah, I nitpicked about it, but, like, who fucking cares about that little shit? I mean, like, yeah, it's little stuff, so I'm gonna notice it because I like movies and I notice shit like that, but, like, it in no way took away from my experience, yeah. and I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, me too. I, like, I had so much fun just watching it. I, I, was, I was, like, like, so enamored by this concept because I'm like, oh, I've never seen or heard of anything like this. Yeah. Now... I also was enamored by, or like confused and, and intrigued by this idea of like a horror script that's not a horror movie. Yeah, because he's like brutally killing people. And it's like, it's a ghost movie. And then on top of that, like, the sheriff's just kind of like, what's the point of trying to tri like track this guy down anymore? Like, there's no more people at the gang. Like, he totally. just like kind of knew that like that's all the dude was after. Right. Which is kind of cool, because then he's just like... It's over. He There's also, no point trying I to think, find this guy. Doesn't he also sort of put together, though, that Pac had murdered the guy? Uh, yeah, I think someone tells him or something. So I think or... that there's that as well, that aspect of, like, oh, it was a revenge it, thing. Well, also, like, well, what am I going to do? They're, you know, once right. it goes, one's fucking dead. Yeah, so. there's no way to logically put <laughs> it, yeah. Um, I, this is a hard recommend for me. Yeah. Like, a solid yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, anybody, I mean, if you haven't seen this movie, go watch it, and if, I mean, obviously now it's a little fucking late. I just ruined it for you. But still, go watch it. Still, it's... Now that I gave you all this dumb shit to look for. And if I mean, you did watch it, watch it again. You know what? Yeah. And I'd watch this again. I'd watch this tonight. And if you watch these movies before you listen to this, that's cool. That's that on that, guys. Ariba Durchi, Asta Manana, and peace, bitches. Peace. Across the room to fucking turn it off. <laughs> 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 <laughs>